0: to introduce someone who would like to speak about his experiences, what's happened with him after initiation. And I know when he speaks, everything what he says is coming from his heart, which is true and loving. I'd like to introduce Martin Sebastian now.
1: It is a great honour for me to be here tonight and to be able to speak about Master Shinghai. First thing I noticed was that the booklet that Master Shanghai was distributing to us in a vegetarian restaurant was free. That struck me as something very sincere because most other things in life, unfortunately, are not for free. However, I must say, the second thing that struck me, and how could someone, someone call herself or himself Supreme Master? But you see, at that time, I did not understand the meaning of these terms. I cannot stress enough the importance of a method to communicate um, with yourself, with God, and the importance of finding a direct channel through which to do it, to find enlightenment. Most people, for most people, it is, including for myself, impossible to do so through my own self. And I realized that I need a guide to do this. A guide who pulls me up. And this guide is Master Shanghai. Thank you very much.
0: We would like to welcome Master Ching Hai tonight and some of the local people would like to show their love with fruits and with flowers. Thank you.
2: These are the local people?
0: (laughs) Yes, I think so.
2: Thank you. Thank you, local people. Thank you so much. You're beautiful. Wow. Mm. Give me a kiss. Come here. Thank you, thank you. thank hmm? you. I'm happy to have this opportunity to get to know you. Otherwise, maybe thousands or millions of years, we never know each other the light of God which is forever inside us (laughs) we never goes out whether we know it or not see in case if you are still bothered about the name of the supreme (laughs) actually it doesn't belong to me (laughs) I long already dedicated my everything to God Therefore, this is not I who speak or who does anything. Qinghai uh, is my, a name of the body. <laughs> the Supreme Master is the name of God. And since it is stated that we are all children of God, so you can also call yourself the Supreme Master, and added your name, <laughs> Smith, <laughs> Jones, <laughs> Georgia, or whatever. It is not we call ourselves or be titled, it is how we feel about it. The Humility doesn't come uh, with a very humble title, it comes from within. When we all realize that we are all children of God and we and the Father are one. That is where true humility uh, begins. Many people uh, do not call themselves the supreme, but they feel supreme, (laughs) all the same. Anyhow, they rightly do so. Mm -hmm. We all have the supreme power inside. So whenever we pray the name of God, or we happen to come across any name that denotes the highest power in the universe, we should remember that is where we come from. And to, that is where we belong. And that this is our inheritance. That is our true nature. Sooner or later, all of us will realize that. And the more we realize this, the more humble we become. Therefore, when Christ said to us that I and my Father are one, or... Uh, it is the Father that does through me. We did not smell his ego. We do not smell his arrogance or pride. Is that not so? Do we feel that? No, not at all. But to someone on the street, or maybe our friends, or sometimes our acquaintance, they say something, they they don't say that, uh, that they are very great, but we smell very strongly <laughs> the fragrance of arrogance. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not important, the name of the person. In Indian, it is a custom that uh, the children were born and were given a very holy and great name. For example, Hindra, <laughs> Indra, uh, I would say uh, some kind of god, godly name, anyhow, uh, even though they were born into a lowly caste, or they have no, no uh, spiritual background or spiritual discipline at all. It is because the parents and the people in India would like to their children and themselves to aspire for something higher than just the body, higher than just the name. And it is also good. I think in Jewish tradition also we have this. So Mr. God Love or... Right? (laughs) Something like that. It is very, very nice. Now it is good if we have such a sounding name and holy uh, aspiration. But it would be better if we, ourselves, realize our true godly nature. If we have always heard that the kingdom of God is within you, and that we are the temple of God, and God always dwells within us, then doesn't it strike us to wonder, Where might God be? How... I don't know him. Yes, we can come to know him, or her, if you think it's a feminine <laughs> nature. <laughs> we can know God through very, very sincere prayers, very deep, trance-like communion with the inner super nature, Or we can do it in a quicker way, by following someone's method who has already found this so-called supreme inner nature. There are many ways to God, as our friend has just mentioned, but there are quicker way, safer way, and there are longer way. What we can achieve through austerity, is it correct, and fasting, prayers, and uh, silence for over a long period of time, we could achieve quickly, in one minute or one second even, through a correct and direct communion, if we know how. Or if through the power of someone who has experience in this field, they can help to pour us. Give us a hand, and we are faster, quicker, and also we are looked after in a safer way while we are traveling into the kingdom of God within. God is not something very far fetched, and if we say God is love, it is true. Only if we know direct contact with God, then we truly can say God is love, because we will feel, we will know, we will see the love of God every day in our daily activities, in our wishes come true, in our wisdom which blossom day and day. Now, like our friend Martin, he has not known me, and I don't personally direct him or direct his thinking or his ideal, about how to express himself. But he practiced diligently, he sincerely wants to know the truth, so he improved. He met me the first time here yesterday. But all the time, of course, uh, we have been uh, in direct contact. Now, saying direct contact doesn't mean I sat in Hong Kong or Taiwan and then pushing some buttons like that <laughs> and directing who is thinking of what. It is the direct contact with your inner supernature, superpower, or we call the Kingdom of God, if you wish to put it that way. And then slowly, by improving like this, you become the Supreme Master which is your own right. Which is the aim of every human being because we have claimed that later up to now and we have arrived as the highest peak in the creation. Should we not realize this, then of course we have to repeat our lessons again. And that's what people call transmigration or reincarnation. If we stop to think for a moment, in every scriptures, from different religious standpoint, it is always stated that man is the highest, I would say, has the highest position in the whole creation. So where is it? What is it that makes us? deserve this so called highest position is it because we we are born a little bit different from the other beings in the kingdom of animals it is because we know how to make airplane is it because we can raise children is it because we can work what is it that makes us greater than other beings in the uni- in the creation? It is the supreme power inside. It is the right and the ability to travel to travel from heavens to heavens, from heaven to hell, from hell back to earth, from earth back to heaven at will, any time, and it is the right, the privilege to choose where to be born in the next, next life, what to do in our daily life, where to go after death. It is this supreme quality that make us different from other crea- creatures, but only if we know how to use it. I have learned to use it myself And some of our, or many of our disciples all over the world, and fellow practitioners all over the world, have learned to use it themselves. And we know the truth that is spoken in the Bible. We know the truth that was spoken in the Buddhist scriptures and Hindu scriptures, etc. We realize it by inner experience not by reading or reciting. Therefore, we would like to offer this to you, free of any condition and charge or any binding whatsoever, because we know you will enjoy it also. You will realize it. This is why we came to earth. This is why we are born as human. This is why we are different from others. Earthly creatures or other planets' creatures even that. Some of the scientific research has suggested or maybe found some evidence of life in different other planets. Not yet for sure. But if we, ourselves, using this supreme power, we can discover... And we will enjoy the whole universe as our leisure. Many people think that uh, practicing kind of yoga or meditation is very difficult and we have to isolate ourselves in some places, some temple or churches or Himalaya or something like that. This we may do if we want to, if we want to for a certain length of time but it's not necessary for everyone and it's not a pre, prerequisite uh, condition is that right? <laughs> my English <laughs> interesting why? if everybody goes to the Himalaya then, then what shall we do? anyhow Himalaya is, is not limitless if all the Australian goes there <laughs> then, uh, you know, we have traffic jams and we have overpopulated problem. So we might just well stay in this beautiful landscape which is the cause of envy of many nations. I forgot to say that you are living in a beautiful surrounding. Probably you know already. <laughs> you know already. And you have beautiful beach, lovely forest. I had a little tour yesterday, a very little tour. <laughs> and I very much like to live here also. If God give me the privilege to do, which he has granted to you. Your country is beautiful anywhere, not only here. Beautiful. But this is a very ideal place. You have mountain and you have sea at your door. <laughs> as You feel very, I would say, um, not, uh, not, Oppressive, because you can escape anytime to the sea. I like to live near the sea, because I feel like anytime if something happens, I can escape. <laughs> I used to feel like that. But now, anything happen, I just escape inside the kingdom of God, and there I am safe forever. Many people ask me, do you know in the years of 2000, people predicted that we have, how say, apocalypse? End of the world, is that what it's called? Yeah. So what will you do about it? Uh, What do you think about it? I say, I do nothing. I do nothing. And I don't think anything about it. Because when we die, our world ends anyhow. (laughs) Sooner or later. So the most, the eternal kingdom we have to find. Not to try to, how to say, how to try to, to protect this ephemeral world even though we could do it when I was in Hong Kong about ten or something years ago I meditated in a temple because I happened to pass by and to stay in the temple through knowing a friend I just sat there and I was thinking about the, the revelation revelation in the, uh, in the Bible that one day the world will kaput, will, I mean, ah, uh, you know that word, huh? Kaput. Okay, fine, wonderful. <laughs> I'm happy. That's the best word for everything, for everything like that, yeah. And then so I was very sad, and I complained to God. I say, you don't have the right to do it. You have no right to to make people suffer, yeah? If you want to destroy the world, it's fine, but do it in one second. Because in the Bible, it describes a lot of suffering, you know, and a prolonged death, which which is, is terrible. It's terrible. I say, you are God, you can't do that. Yeah? Why do you do that? You have to talk to the people and let people know something else greater than that. Let them change their way. Take it easy, I <laughs> mean. Give them time. Give them more chance to behave themselves, to improve themselves. If you think the people here are not behaving properly, and you have to teach them. You have to find some way to teach them and make the world better. That's what I was arguing. <laughs> in, uh, in some minutes of, moment of emotional, I say, mm, disturbance, yeah. And so God said to me, Okay, then you do it. So he put the (laughs) trouble on my shoulders. I thought it was a joke because at that time I wasn't having any disciple and neither it crossed my mind that I will be a master or any kind like this one day. God said to me, All right, then you do it. You try. So that's it. And the vision vanished and everything's gone back to normal. That was a long time ago. So today I would like to tell you, if truly you worry about the the end of the world, then you do it. You improve the people, improve ourselves, improve our earth, make everyone realize that God is the most important thing for us. God is that supreme wisdom within us. We have to look for it, use it to make us happy and to bless anyone that comes around us, visibly or invisibly, verbally or silently. It is not difficult. We have many children from the age of six who practice meditation, maybe 20 minutes a day, half an hour or so, because the children cannot sit very long. But some of them sit very long, unintentionally. Sometimes they sit for hours because they were in samadhi, in trance, in communion with God. While being aware of everything going on, they were also aware of the inner kingdom. And children have seen heaven, children have directed, Directly communicate with Jesus, with Buddha, or whomever have affinity with them, or the masters of the past and the present, and maybe the future as well. If the children of six and twelve can do that, we also can. If I am such a small frame, (laughs) can do it, I am sure you can do it double. Talking about size, yeah. (laughs) you can do it with double strength and double success maybe quicker it is not I am sitting here and telling you that I am better than you no, I would like to tell you that you are the best you are the greatest and if you like to discover your greatness it's very easy it doesn't take that much long at the time of initiation you just sit there in quietness and just be willing to let me help you. And that's all you, you have to do. And then you experience immediately a little taste of enlightenment. Last two days or three days ago, I was in Sydney. And there was an old man of about 50 years old. Not very old, but I mean, he's not... Young like me. <laughs> he was, he was sat, sitting there in uh, initiation session, and everyone was quiet just to sit there. And suddenly uh, he cried very loud and uncontrollably. And he, he used his cloth to wipe his tears and nose and all that. He doesn't feel any <laughs> embarrassment at all. Just, so we give him some uh, tissues, some paper, napkins, and so later, after the initiations over, I asked him, "Why you make so much noise?" <laughs> and he said, I can't believe it. It's incredible. It's incredible." You know, he was trying very hard to describe what he had seen and how he felt, the blissfulness during the initiation which last only half an hour, but he, he cried already, just during the course, you know, because you can get Im- immediate enlightenment. So he saw heavenly kingdom and he felt the bliss therewith and he cried uncontrollably, like a baby, like a baby. And he never cried in his life. Many people do like that during initiation or during meditation afterward because they can't bear, they can't believe that they can be so happy and just effortlessly, effortlessly any meditation or exercises or prayer which um, which uh, involved which involve effort, will also bear fruit at one time or another, but this effortless grace amazing grace from heaven we can have it just a second always requires that. We truly want to forsake the flesh for the spirit. We want to die so that we will begin to know life. All required is sincerity. We truly want to know God. We truly want to know our supreme power. And then, from that day, we are on our way. We progress higher and higher in the evolution until we are one with God and then until we can say, "I and my father are one," it is not a purpose of any master to come to earth to tell people to worship them, even though people might do it in early days of their practice, they identify the master as their benefactor. But I always tell my fellow practitioners that is any miracles that happen to you. Any wish fulfilled, anything you do better, any intelligence that you derive from your meditation, is your superpower at work. It's your own greatness that awakens. Has nothing to do with the master. Well it might have something to do because just a guide, you know. Sometimes when you don't know which direction to go, or you stumble, or you have a little obstacle. Then the master just give you a lift. But that's all. Everything comes from yourself. You are the greatest master. Therefore, Jesus has promised us, whatever I do, you can do better. Didn't he not? Yes. So why we forget this? Why we always humble ourselves? and pray for something that we don't know. Why don't we know first and pray? I have discovered this age-old, ancient way to have direct communion with the Kingdom of God. It's not my invention. This method, a so-called communion, direct hotline, is always available in this world, just from different places. Yesterday, one of our fellow practitioners asked me, or the day before, I forgot the time, he said, oh, Master, you have, this, you have brought back this uh, fantastic method of practice, and we have derived so much benefit from it, and we can't know, we don't know how to express all this, but we know it's, it's wonderful, so why don't we organize something? We have to organize a lineage, so we, we continue to keep this method going on because it's beneficial to mankind we're so enthusiastic and he talk with all hands and feet and all that we have to do it we have to do it and then I say no no we don't need to we don't need to whatever come is God's arrangement if we find a successor who is equally experienced in this path who have traveled all the way up and down and then can guide other souls up and down to the kingdom of God then it's fine then we continue to propagate this method. If not, it is no use. It's not the method. It is the experienced, how say, guide. That is important. If you have a good car and no good driver, it's not the car. Alone is the driver. So therefore, sometimes people wonder, why is that? The lineage has been broken. For example, if Jesus had taught the same method, Buddha has taught the same method, why couldn't we find that in the Christian kingdom? Well, some people ask me. Yeah? I say it is because sometimes it's like the river. It is uh, disappear into the earth and then, how say, appear in another corner of the world. It's not broken. It just has to... Uh, to, to It flows all the time from God, but it just changes direction sometimes. So suppose, if, uh, suppose, suppose, yeah, suppose I'm a master, okay, suppose, and then I have not found any equally experienced student to pass on the successorship to continue to guide the souls back to the kingdom of God. Then, okay, our lineage is kaput, finish this life. Yeah, Maybe people still derive from benefit some benefit from uh, the power for maybe a few hundred years, but that's it, finished. And then uh, people probably establish some Qinghaiism <laughs> or make some church for me and put my bronze statue on it and worship, and that's finished with the path, and then it's start to be idol worship again and no living connection inside but that I can't help I can't help, I I won't be there to stop (laughs) even if I stop I want to stop, it's not easy you know it very well Hmm? human strong will Hmm? so now suppose uh, our our lineage is finished I mean uh, uh, broken, so called broken but in a hundred years or fifty years later Some of my very young initiates, probably practicing, continuing practicing, 50 years or 60 years later, he got enlightenment. From six years until six years old, maybe he he arrived there. And then even without me, he became a master. Without my present, present guidance, he still connected inside. And then he suddenly became master in another place. And then people would say, Oh, it's a new one, new, new religion, a new tradition. It's not necessary so. Now, because we have a lot of communication through the media and the television and, and all that, so we can know who is going where and doing what. But in the old time, if you are disconnected from one country to the other, it's very difficult to communicate again. And then, to, then we might not know that the younger disciples has now reached maturity and then became a master of his or her own right. And then some other followers of the Chinghaism, called Qinghaiism, suppose, huh? and you look upon that one properly as a stranger. Followers doesn't mean disciples. Follower is the one who believes in a living grace of God through a master, and therefore derive some benefit personally or just for some immediate circles. Yeah. But not be able to be a master because it has not been directly, uh, how say, uh, communicated with the master power, just through another mean. Therefore, initiation, it is to remind you of your greatest inheritance and then you make use of your treasure every day instead of relying on any master at all whether dead or alive that is the purpose of our practicing method and there's no other purpose besides that we have so many suffer- so much suffering in this world and we have a lot of unsuccessful Adventure, And we blame maybe God sometimes for not blessing us. But actually we should blame ourselves for not making use of the power that God has given us since time immemorial. Because of not using this power, we are still here. Because of not using this power, we are suffering or we see the suffering around us. Because of not using this power, we have wars with one another. Only when we use this power then we truly have everlasting peace. But it is also better that even some portion of the world population use this power. It's already very very uplifting for our earth. Otherwise, it would become hell. Hell is the place where no light can penetrate where the people completely forget the kingdom of God forget their supreme position in the universe and undergo untold suffering from their own illusionary conscience they punish themselves because they think they are guilty The people who are enlightened do not think of guilt as such. They will see everything as a drama, a play from God. And therefore, they try to play accordingly. Even if they have to undergo suffering as other people, their spiritual power is so strong that they do not feel much effect. Therefore, Jesus, while being crucified in such agony, in such tremendous, painful situation, he still be himself. He's still very centered. And not pray for himself, but pray for others. Pray to the Father to forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. And forgive and bless the failure next to him that he may know God. This is the greatness of Jesus because he remained always even in any situation. That greatness also lies within us. That's what makes the saints different from us. That's what makes us worship all the saintly personage through the throughout the ages. But it is better that we become one, like them. And then we can truly worship them, because we truly understand their greatness. Otherwise, we only understand intellectually, literally, but we do not know, we do not realize it. And we couldn't make use of this greatness to benefit ourselves, benefit our relatives and friends and benefit the world at large. So we would like to invite you to try to remember your greatness because you're not born to die. You're not born just to undergo stress at work and responsibility of rising children alone. You're born to know the greatness of Of our Father We are born to bless the world With our knowledge Of this supreme power within We are not born Just a few decades And then die Ways of our human life Ways of God's creative power Ways of our heroic ideals Inside our heart we have to realize what we dream. We have to do what we wish to do. And we, we haven't done it. We will do it now, through our supreme wisdom, not through our habitual thinking and organization. Everything we learn with human intellect, with human system, is only be useful. At a human level, if we want to be greater than that, we have to learn something superhuman, which we have. The human body is not only our apparatus, only our office. It's not our real self. Otherwise, somebody lie there dead, you can't make him eat. You can't make him speak. You can't make him think, even though his brain is still there. His heart is still there, but it doesn't pump anymore. What makes the body function? That is a supreme power. We make use of it before it's too late. Before we have to undergo suffering again of birth, death, and old age to relearn all this uh, from A, B, C. It's all right if you want to come back and learn. But if you do not want to, if you want to begin right now, we sincerely invite you, with all love and nothing else, no money, no fee, now, before, after, between, and after death even, (laughs) no fee at all. And truly, the master power will help you all the way through until you reach heaven and never leave you or forsake you to the end of the world so it's up to you to make choice and uh, I leave time for your question thank you for your love and attention
0: the first question is what do the nations have to do to stop killing each other
2: very good question Very good question. People make war with each other because they identify too much with the bodies, with the immediate need of the bodies, with all the demands from the bodies. Therefore, they kill each other. The only and the best solution is to find a way to realize that we are not the body. Therefore, no one opposes us and we are in no danger economically or uh, politically. Enlightenment is the only answer. I mean, enlightenment is the, the, the true answer and the lasting answer. Otherwise, we keep continuing identify with the bodies. Therefore, we try to fulfill the needs of the bodies. For we worry that other people will come and steal our crops, take our wives, <laughs> or invade our nations. Some nations make war with each other because they want to expand their economical uh, power, and in order to fit their overpopulated country, they make war with another nation, to gain more land, to gain more, how you say uh, economical market, etc. It's all have to do with the body, even though we say it is this the difference between idealism, but it's all amounted to bodily demands. So therefore if we are enlightened at all, then these wars will stop by themselves. We will realize truly the brotherhood of mankind. Yes.
1: This question here says um where did you it's, um, it comes in three parts where did you get your spiritual knowledge from and um, can you tell us about God the Father what he's like
2: maybe one question after another huh? yeah okay good I'm uh, getting old, I forget the next part
1: okay so this first one is where did you get your spiritual knowledge from
2: from inside from inside where I get the knowledge from you can get where I get my knowledge is exactly like where he got his knowledge. Understand? Maybe you need a teacher in the beginning just to show you how or to avoid some pitfalls and where not to where to pay attention, but that's all. But the knowledge all inside you. Just have to take some time every day to discover it and make use of it. Suppose you have a big storeroom and inside they're full of wheat flowers and you never have time to look into it. Just stay outside and busy thinking, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. (laughs) I never know how to make use of the wheat flowers in the storeroom. Then this is no good. All the knowledge lies within us. That's where I get them from.
1: The next question is, can you tell us about um, God the Father? What is he like?
2: What does he look like? Is that right?
1: What What is is he like? What is he like, yes.
2: He is like you. He has two parts. The good part and the naughty part. The naughty part he used to make uh, life going on in bitter and sweet and in all the follies. So to amuse whoever liked to see these things. The good part he used to give us strength spiritual knowledge and all the holy, noble things that we can do. Now if we say God is all good and love is fine also but then we can't explain for all the devil in this world. There is actually no evilness, no evil in this world. It's just that the way we look at things that we do not know how to play the game with God that things turn sour (laughs) and become negative. If we learn to contact God, things uh, say reconstruct themselves, and then we see things in a different light. We know how to mix them. Just like some uh, so-called poison even, the scientists know how to use it for the benefit of people's health. But if use it in a, a layman's manner, it kills. So, God is not a person or not even a non person. It's a supreme power that pervades the whole universe. And we are within it. Also, we are part of it. Also, we are the totality of it. We know this God according to our diligence in searching, according to the grace of God, which comes in proportion to our sincerity of our thirst uh, of knowledge of the, the kingdom of God within. And that is uh, temporarily explained <laughs> about the so-called God. Otherwise if you look at your neighbor, if you want to see God, it's next to you. <laughs> look at each other, and try to see whether you find God within him, because the Bible says so. Yeah?
1: <laughs> when next. you do
2: something good and noble with all love to your neighbors or to someone you don't know, that is when you realize you are God, or that is when God within you awakens. When you do something you think is undesirable or harming some person, that is when you allow the naughty part of God to take the upper hand. But it's all the game, anyhow. We have to be enlightened to tolerate both and to turn bad into into, into goodness.
1: Yes. The next question is one on method, and um, the question as You spoke about using sound vibration, sound and vibration as meditation. Which mantras do you use, mm-hmm. um, and why have you not shared them with us?
2: I'm willing to share with you. Mm. But it takes a few, time, a few hours with me so that I can tell you the whole process. yeah, How to, which, I uh, would uh, say, some which elements to avoid and what to f- try to remember and all that. We don't use any mantra. The sound comes from itself at the time of initiation. You just sit quiet and it will come. And I'll you, show you how to sit quiet it's very simple, but we have forgotten. Because we're too accustomed with uh, being busy, with being complicated, and with being, i uh, say, running here and there. So we don't know how to sit still anymore. We thought when we sleep, that is when we sit still. Or when we don't do anything, that's when we sit still. It's not so. There is a little connect. <laughs> and that's what separates heaven and earth. And we will show you, okay? But if you have time with us, if you're truly interested, and later on, after the lecture, if you want to know the secret, I'm willing to share with you, okay? At the time of initiation, we have to sit together for a couple of hours, tell you everything about the pitfalls on the path, about where we go wrong and where we should pay attention, and that's all. But the enlightenment, the sound or the light comes alone, not because of these instructions, comes alone. The enlightenment comes alone. It is a grace of God. It's our self, our wisdom self, awakens.
1: Yes, Master Shinghai. Why do you say your system is the best? I ask this question. And to reach enlightenment, I also have been initiated into light and sound meditation. One, one question. Or okay, sorry. It's just go, It's a one long question, I think. Long but question. I can. Okay. Should I read it out all? Yes. Yes, yes please. I also have been initiated into light and sound meditation, have been doing that meditation for nearly 10 years, was told when I was initiated I could reach enlightenment. Did it faithfully, still not enlightened? What makes your system superior? Why do you regard natural forms of healing as magic? I channel energy, yet I'm not a healer. I think that's a separate question.
2: Natural healing as magic?
1: That's what is. Why do you regard natural forms of healing as okay, magic? This
2: is question is to, to mix up and the audience might not catch it. So we divide it into three parts, all right? First, why this method is best. Second, why he hasn't been enlightened. Third, about healing and magic. Is that right?
0: Yes, yeah, Okay, right.
2: so now you got organized. First, <laughs> why I regard this method as best? Because I have tried. I have tried various methods. And so are my disciples. I mean, fellow practitioners. Just slip up the tongues. <laughs> I forgot. To. Uh, these are worldly vocabularies. Because our fellow practitioners, many of them also practice different methods. And they haven't arrived what they arrived now. Yeah. And also I myself uh, search for the truth since childhood and practice various ways and means to reach God. But for this I got it fastest and quickest and safest. therefore i say to you through experiences and uh, the light and sound you have been initiated into i do not know whether it is heavenly light and sound or just uh, the outer mantra and the candlelight yeah many people teach people also to look at the candlelight and then to imagine many things as a vision visualize many things, visualize the light and visualize the sound. Maybe it's a little bit different from us. The light and the sound comes alone without visualization, without any outer ads, without any anything to do physically or mentally at all. It all comes purely from God. And should you truly were initiated uh, with this heavenly light and sound, um, I don't know who, who asked the question. Please, uh, please let me know further, and also the audience may know what light and sound you were talking about, and I might, might help you further. Or you, if you don't want to identify yourself, please write another note and clarify it, okay? Because there are many systems they call also light and sound, but they tell people to go on the beach and listen to the sound of the sea waves on the beach. No, we listen it inside. The sea waves are inside. The church bell are all inside without any effort, without any mantra, without any physical uh, action. Because if we have kingdom of God inside, it all came from the kingdom of God, not the human effort. And the third question is spiritual. Natural healing is magic? Did I say that?
1: Um, why do you regard natural forms of healing as magic?
2: Mm-hmm. Did I say magic? When did he get that? Did I mention anything? Probably I say spiritual healing. Yes. Because if we lay hands on someone and heal him, we steal the position from God. We make that person be thankful to us instead of thanking God or turning within and try to get the healing source of our healings inside is probably not very idealistic and also depleted us from our spiritual power which we need to claim back to our glorious kingdom of god okay there are different healings maybe some magical healing also magical healing sometimes people can heal today but uh, it comes back again tomorrow or next month in the same form or in different form, a kind of postponement, not a true healing. True healing comes when you don't heal. Like somebody just touched Jesus' garment and she is healed. And Jesus never claimed credit for it. He said, Your faith has made you whole. You see, He accredited to the Father. And that is the best healing. Many of my fellow practitioners claim that I heal them through my transformation body, so-called. But I don't know nothing about it. I say it's your virtues, it's your wisdom that is awakened, that works for you through whichever form. It might go through the form of Jesus, it might go through my bodily form, but that has nothing to do with individual. And that is the best healing. When you heal the soul forever and then that soul is forever free from bodily discomfort and never die again, forever in glory. That's the best healing. Therefore, I say, refrain from spiritual healing. But if that's absolutely necessary in some case, then you do so as your spiritual expenses, and you might be retarded somehow in the progress. But try never to claim credit for it. Otherwise, we will get the karma very heavily for interfering with the law of nature.
1: Yes. um, Master Ching to what degree does enlightenment come from self-effort and to what extent from the grace of God or the Master?
0: Hmm.
2: Actually, it comes from both. For example, we say, well, we have to make an effort to purify our body, speech and mind through, uh, through uh, leaning more toward uh, righteous conduct and through uh, having a, a, a more, how do you say, um, modest lifestyle, taking a vegetarian diet, minimize the bloodshed on earth, and uh, sitting in quietness to remember God. S- through this extent, we say, we do it with our effort, but these are only still on the physical and moral level. And even sometimes, without doing that, consciously, the grace of God still descends on us and make, give us enlightenment. F- so for example, during the time of initiation, you have not prepared yourself for vegetarian diet, but you promise to, and that's enough for me. Then you still get enlightenment all the same, without any precondition or prerequisite uh, uh, preparation. That is the grace of God. And after that, to keep the enlightenment, to uh, purify yourself and to progress more rapidly on the path, you keep on with the virtuous living and the vegetarian diet in order to minimize the side effect and to polish more our loving nature inside include all beings, then we continue to get greater and greater wisdom, greater enlightenment. So both are really necessary. But we do it with our effort, not because you sit there or you eat vegetarian that you become Buddha. It's not true. Just because of our sincerity, and we show it through our sacrifice, the flesh for the spirit, in some minimum wise Ways. It's like uh, forsaking the palatable taste and doing some good work and th- things like that. Or re- uh, reserve a few hours every day to sit in communion with God. But otherwise, it's not the main problem, it's not the main motive, uh, no, not the main ingredient for, for enlightenment. Enlightenment must be grace from God. And that we receive through sincere longing at the time of initiation and continue through our uh, our life.
1: Next question. Master Shinghai, how does the average person recognize an illuminate or I believe enlightened person?
2: How do you recognise an illuminated person?
1: Yeah, an illuminate or an enlightened yeah. person.
2: Uh, if you have your spiritual eyes open then you will see an illuminated person is illuminated <laughs> All over him and around him and everywhere he resides. Grace flows from him. Light pours forth from him. But if we have not that wisdom, I open some degree, we can't see it. Therefore, many disciples saw Jesus with halos around him, but other people crucified him. Understand? So if you want to recognize A spiritual enlightened person, you have to be yourself somewhat, somewhat enlightened. Otherwise, we can recognize that person through uh, his speech, actions, or maybe through our intuitive feeling, or through prayer. We can pray to God, let me know whether this person is... Enough enlightenment to guide me. Please, I just want the ultimate enlightenment. Pray deeply to God and see how he guides you. If the feeling is drawn more toward that person, then you know it's correct, that that person is all right. If you're still more drawn toward the world or other master, then follow it. But have to be sincere to get deep into your own wisdom, to get the intuitive response. If you haven't got the heavenly eye open to see because the light from the spiritual person is not material light. And it hurts your fleshly eyes if you are not highly developed enough to see it. Otherwise, Christ would have saved the whole world, at least the people of his time. Buddha would have rescued all India, at least. But we are blind. We can't see. That clearly. Therefore, the Bible says, Seeing you see, but you do not perceive. Hearing you hear, but you do not understand. That's why we are in trouble. So we have to open our wisdom eye and see. And we can help you to do that.
1: Yes, and do you recognize different levels of illumination? And if so, what are the tests or signs?
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, yes. There are definitely different levels of uh, enlightenment. And in our um, method, we can show you how to verify yourself at home. Uh, certain qualities of light or sound which, which represent a certain level of consciousness. And if you go through that, you will re- register that you know. You know which light belongs to which level. For example, in the, astral, in the astral world, which is very near to our earthly uh, consciousness, and the light is dimmer, yeah? Uh, just like the sunlight maybe. yes. But in the other higher level, the light is brighter sometimes, like thousands, millions of suns. That you can recognize. Very easy, very easy. But with practice, and you have to go through it. <laughs> have to go through it to know. We will we, we tell you <laughs> later at the initiation, if you wish to know in detail.
1: Yes, um... What should a non compassionate person who recognizes his state do if he notices a lack in himself? Fake compassion or gain it in stages?
2: Compassion, what?
1: Compassion? What should a non compassionate person. A non compassionate person. Non compassionate. Yeah, non-compassionate. Someone who is not compassionate, but yeah. who recognizes his state that he is not compassionate. Oh. What shall, shall such a person do? With himself, fake compassion or gain it in stages?
2: Gain what stages? Oh, fake it, yeah. Or having to gain the true compassion, right? Oh, I would uh, recommend the second. <laughs> but uh, if we don't have it, then at least we start from learning. I wouldn't say fake compassion, but learning our compassion. Just like uh, a student who has not been able to speak English... But he may repeat it from the teacher, even though he doesn't know the whole vocabulary in English literature. But at least he learns a few phrases and uh, memorizes a few pages each day until he completes his course. Each one has to learn, as no one uh, is a fake or anything. It's just he hasn't learned. Yeah, <laughs> No one has taught him and he has not practiced the art of compassion. So try to do it in a small way and gradually increase until you're completely being compassionate without knowing, uh, self-consciously being compassionate. Yes.
1: Master Ching Hai, if God is all-knowing, all-loving, and all-powerful, why does he not communicate with us despite our lack of effort and ignorance and enlighten us with his power?
2: Oh, he does, he does. It does. You didn't want to. We didn't want to. We're too busy. We're too busy talking, too busy working, too busy scolding the children, and scolding ourselves, the neighbor, and all that. And even when we go to the church, we're too busy singing, and dictating God what to do. Oh, please, God, my house is, <laughs> uh, you say, uh, in disorder. My wife ran away. My children is not brave, and all that. And this, please, take them and do this. <laughs> and that we're too busy and we don't be quiet to listen to what God says we ask but we don't wait for the answer so I, I tell you how to how to, to hear God's answer if you have the time after the lecture whoever wants to know it stay behind and I give you the secret of communication with him and you can blame him all the things that you want when you know him <laughs> he does it does communicate with us. But God gives us the free will to choose to listen to him or not to listen. That's the trouble, see? So we, uh, we have to be clever and choose the way. Yes, sir?
1: Yes. Um, Master Ching Hai, are we one or are we individuals? How? Are we one? Are we? All of us, are we one?
2: Are we one? Oh, yes, one. yes. Yeah. Or
1: are we individuals?
2: What do you think? Huh? If we are one, I wouldn't be speaking to you. If we are individuals, then we deny that I and my father are one. So what to do? What to say? What do you think? Huh? We are one when we know we are one, when we truly realize inside, when we sit in meditation and lose ourselves in oneness of all things, then we can say we are one. But when we descend back into the duality of this earthly life, then we are individuals. We have to play the game of life until we completely finish with our duties and then we go back to the kingdom of God and become one again forever. But we don't lose our individualities. Yeah? Therefore, Jesus is still alive. I mean, Christ. He's still teaching somewhere else. After he finished his job here, he got assigned somewhere else. And <laughs> none of us would die anyhow, just different direction.
1: Yes. Um, this one asks Master Shanghai, reincarnation is the life after death.
2: Oh, I'm sure there is, huh? Mm. Even without asking me, you have seen reports on television, newspapers, and a lot of uh, medical and scientific research which is written in the book, many books, yeah, and is much more so available in English versions. I'm sure you know better about this.
1: Master Xinghai, what are your views on evolution? What are? Your views. Your, or my, view,
2: or my view. Well, it's a necessary process, just like we have to learn in the class. Yeah? After finishing kindergarten, we we'll go to primary school. And then after primary school, we we'll go to high school, should we desire to. Or compulsory, uh, should we com- compose to do. Yeah, or composed. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah? To do it? Yeah. Or if we want to reach a higher degree of uh, knowledge, then we go to the college. college. And after that, even continue to learn through practice and experiences in, uh, in our job, in our field. Similarly, in our creation, we could stay here as human beings or we could rise ourselves into the level of uh, heavenly beings. Or we rise ourselves to Christ-like uh, status. That's why Jesus say, "What I do, you can do also." And Buddha also say, "I have become Buddha, and you will also become Buddha."
1: Master Shanghai, should we show sympathy to those suffering stubbornly in their stupid ways?
2: What is stupid way? I don't quite get it. But anyhow. If we see someone suffering, it is a natural reaction natural reaction that we show sympathy to them, very spontaneous and natural. and there should be no question about stupidity. If we do things with love, it's not stupidity. we can't help it, we can't help it but of course, if someone, for example, is in uh accident or something like that. And even though we have sympathy with the person, of course we should have also some knowledge about first aid, lest we insure uh, him a little further by our clumsy action. If that's what you meant. If you don't know, then better call ambulance, call the doctor. Yes. Even though we want to rush him, if you know and be careful about it, is good. Yeah.
1: Master Shinghai, are there any problems? for people with health um, problems to uh, get initiation and practice uh, your Kuan Yin method?
2: No problem. If you... Anyone no problem. But maybe the problem with the diet. After initiation, we cook vegetarian and instead of throwing a few beef steak inside, we throw a few tofu. vegetarian ham vegetarian protein so if that makes any problem with you about the replacement <laughs> uh, then it might be called problems otherwise uh, I do not see any problem anyone at all hmm?
1: Master Ching Hai, can you explain what faith is doesn't that bring us back to love isn't it love that all there is
2: yeah you're right how can I describe things that is so abstract? Hmm? If you love another girl or another boy, how can you describe this love? Can you? Hmm?
0: Hmm.
1: Dear Master, I've been a vegetarian for more than five months. However, my occupation needs me to be in contact with meat regularly. I'm making pies in a bakery.
2: you contact with what? With meat eaters?
1: With meat. No, with meat. Making uh-huh. pies. Pies master are meat, they make is a meat dish. F- a meat dish. Oh. And they're making that in a bakery. Oh. Um,
2: Means meat pies and things like that? Yes, Yes, <laughs> okay. that's correct. Yeah, so?
1: May I still have initiation?
2: But I think that you have a little conscience problem. So you may find a better job in the future. Yeah? When you find a better job for you, then you quit this present job.
0: Hmm?
2: why are you laughing <laughs> something funny <laughs> yeah I like it I like humor in any form hmm.
1: Master Xinghai, have you seen God
2: yeah I have seen God anytime just like I see you all of my disciples sees God To some degrees, Jesus, Buddhas, Indian saints, uh, other different saints, and talk to them, learn from them. They are representative of God. And we can know God also directly.
1: Master Ching Hai, this question asks The manner in which you and your fellow initiates have advertised tonight's event, large posters, handing out pamphlets everywhere, is not the ideal approach of people's understanding of the Buddhist religion. Some people are upset because they feel it is like a marketing industry. What do you think about this?
2: So if, if they don't do it, how do you know I am here? We don't do it, you say, I have no compassion and don't share my knowledge to the people. And if they do it, then you complain that they do it, so what shall we do? I sit in the Himalaya and that's fine with me. That's fine. You see, it's not uh, what you do, it's your intention. See, we can only offer you and you take it or not take it. Why should you be upset? It's you who has problem. Right? Right? So tackle your own problem and not ours. We don't have any.
1: (laughs) Master Ching to resolve past experiences, do we have to relive them to enable us to progress in this life?
2: You see, uh, there's God's power inside can erase everything, but we cannot because it's registered deeply inside our subconscious. Only we use God's grace can we erase anything? Otherwise, we just imagine things and understand at the intellectual level. Hmm? So enlightenment is the answer for that.
1: Master Shingha, you say that enlightenment comes from within us and that it comes from God, and God is within us. Does that mean that we are God, or is God only what we believe him or her to be?
2: Mm -hmm. That's a very good question. See, in the Bible it is say that uh, God make, made man in his own image. And then also it says that God dwells within us. It's truly, we are God. The body is not we, it's only the house, that house God. And if we identify ourselves with the body, then of course we are not God. But if we know the dwellers of the house, the owner of the house, then that is God. Okay? And we are that. But it takes a long time to know if we follow the complicated way of life. It takes a very short while to know if we follow the way of God.
1: Yes, Master Xing, how you say, I invite you sincerely. Yes, so what do I need to do now?
2: Just tell the information, people, that you want to come later. <laughs> Put your name down and we call you, okay? We call you to come in. That's yes. all, yeah? And replace the beefsteak with tofu or <laughs> vegetarian protein later. That's it. That's the only condition, nothing else. And meditate as instructed every day. day five time for it. I know most of you say, we don't have time, we don't have time. But would you like to spend all your times like that? Not knowing who you are and where you go after death, contenting, contented to let the world making a slave out of you, using up all your times and energy for trivial matters, even though you had enough money, the world urge you to make more. Even you have a higher position, the world is urge you, urge you to have a higher position, etc. Mm-hmm. Even though you have a lot of times, they will ask you to go and do this and that, wasting a lot of time. So you have to make time. You have to have a courage to be your own master, and you choose what you want to do. Would you like to live this courageous life? Or you prefer to just swallow in this sorrowful state or endless life and let every situation control you. So you make choice.
1: Master Shanghai, as I understand it, when practicing meditation, people must practice in a very calm place. In this noisy industrial country, Is there any serious effect when people practice meditation in such a noisy environment?
2: Mm -mm. We, the fellow practitioners, meditate on the trains, on the buses on the way to work, on the buses on the way home, (laughs) and uh, meditate in the park, uh, in the lunch break hours, I meditated on aeroplane with all the hostess and stewardess running around with meat dishes and ice cream and all that. No problem. I tell you, I have all the experiences on aeroplane while traveling or buses or wherever, in a busy supermarket even. It doesn't affect you at all. You'll be surprised when you're truly sincere. God is everywhere, always with you and never uh, leave you. We protect you from all situations, and you'll be always inside. Even though you work outside, you're always inward. And it's a very in, incredible <laughs> state of mind that is, uh, can hardly be expressed by human language. I can only invite you to understand, to, to join in and enjoy. If I make a very beautiful apple pie, and keep describing it to you through the telephone. Will it, will it do you any good? No, huh? I can make apple pie. I can make beautiful apple pie. Yeah. I learned it in England.
1: <laughs> Master Ching Hai, life after death. Is there a reason why we can't remember living before and remember past lives?
2: We have to learn to be enlightened. If we do not fulfill our purpose as a human being, that is to bless this earth, to make the living beings in this earth evolve into a higher consciousness, then we have to come back again and relearn these lessons until we completely fulfill this purpose. That means we have to get in touch with our inherent power within and use it to bless the world then we have to relearn again and come back again. Does that answer the question?
1: Yes. Oh, thank you. Master, can you describe the stages from our first enlightenment to final enlightenment?
2: Oh, I can describe it. I describe better at the time of initiation because you will experience it yourself. I can say a little bit, um, how to I say, like a framework, like... But it depends on the individuals. For example, someone uh, at the time of initiation is in the first level, the astral level. But some other people are already on the third or the fourth level. Therefore, the time to reach final realization is different between each people, each person. So you start from the astral level, which is above our earth level, and then go to the intellectual level and pass through the uh, creative level, creative power level, and then pass through the great dark tunnel, <laughs> and then go through to the kingdom of God. It's approximately like that. Yeah. There might be fifth level until you reach uh, the complete knowledge of the truth. Okay? And so it depends on where you started. At the time of initiation, you will reach it faster or slowly.
1: Yes, Master, please tell us about the ideal daily routine.
2: Try to do what you would like other people do to you. Hmm? Try to avoid what you think other people would not like. You yourself would not like other people do to you. Hmm? That's the best. (laughs) Otherwise, enlightening is the best. Then you will know intuitively what's right, what's wrong and no need any teacher pinpoint at you and say thou shalt do this and thou shalt not do that it would be better to be your own master and therefore we show you the way to know yourself
1: Master Ching Hai, please explain reincarnation or coming back to continue learning if you fail to reach enlightenment in this life
2: I haven't said it already Reincarnation is the leftover of the unfulfilled desires, be it spiritually or materially. Suppose if we have not been enlightened enough to pull ourselves together back to where we belong, then we will still be controlled by our material uh, desires, our unfulfilled promises. We love someone and that one doesn't love us. married someone else, for example. And we kept this, keep this unfulfilled sentiment in our heart and vow to come back again, subconsciously, unconsciously, consciously, next time. And try all the way through life to reach that unfulfilled promise. That's why we reincarnate. The saintly people, they... Reincarnate also, but at their own will. If they want to come, they come. If they don't want to come, they remain in the kingdom of God. But we are born through the force of our own desires, and that is the difference. So after the initiation, we will be in a less and less. Uh, I would say, desirous state of mind. We just feel very detached from this world, even though we still love our families, we still do our work, but we know at the same time a state of heavenly beings. Therefore, we see the better part and the lower part cannot attract us anymore. Therefore, we are free from desires at the time of our death so-called death: for we're free of everything, and then anything is light and free, we flow upward, just like a, I say a nimple. It's a, a balloon? No? Yes. All the air inside. <laughs> you fly upward. Yes. So the reincarnation uh, theory does exist, but because we are not enlightened, that's all. Otherwise. There is no such things as reincarnation. But there is to the ignorant state of mind because we cling to things.
1: Yes, Master Shinghai, when I get enlightenment, how can I keep it forever? Can it be lost?
2: You can keep it, but uh, we have to polish it by purifying our actions, our speech and our mind. And if we are initiated by an enlightened master, we will be taken care of, even though if we fail sometimes. But if we sincerely repent and pray to the inner master, we will be also taken up. But in life we will experience suffering, and the enlightenment seems to be lost somehow. Oh, it comes now and again, only. Not a continuous process of bliss and uh, self-assurance, self-realization. For those who keep the precepts, keep the vegetarian diet and practice sincerely every day, they keep it forever. They keep it in the, their daily life as well as the time of death and also in heaven. They continue to polish until they can become master
1: Master Shinghai please explain heaven
2: (laughs) heaven there are two stages one on earth and one is in heaven heaven on earth is when we are enlightened and satisfied and feel loving in whatever circumstances and heaven in heaven is, is when we left this earth and then we reside permanently over there in a very, very blissful planet. We have no sorrow, no anxieties, and no desire for anything, because everything is there without asking. Yeah? No Dear more? Master
1: Shanghai, I think I speak in all of our names. If I say thank you for your presence and your blessings. May your sharing keep with us in thought and heart on your journey. Thank you, thank you,
2: thank you. Thank you for your love, your love and your supporting atmosphere. Uh, I enjoy very much being with you and enjoy your blessing very much, very much. Thank Thank you.
0: Thank you.